Hello and welcome to Public Sector Perspectives. I'm Nick Bastow. To mark the United Nations Public Service Day, which is held on the 23rd of June each year, this episode of Public Sector Perspectives looks at a new approach in Victoria to tackling one of the most complex and important public policy challenges. Affordable housing. We'll talk to E. Lee, who's the Director for Affordable Housing and Social Investment at Homes of Victoria, about an innovative way of giving more security to renters. And to mark the United Nations Day, we'll also explore what makes a career in the public sector rewarding for her and how she thinks her work creates value and purpose. In Victoria, there are around 1.5 million households in the home ownership market. There are 650,000 households in the private rental market. There are smaller numbers in the community and public housing and emergency housing segments. There's a lot of media focus on the challenges facing homeowners, particularly first homeowners, as property prices change and interest rates start to come off historic lows. But there's been less attention on the pressures facing the 650,000 households in the private rental market. That's despite the fact that median weekly rental prices in Melbourne rose right through 2021 and it continued to rise in early 2022. And the recent downturn in housing markets isn't expected to change the rental market, with evidence showing that rents continue to rise even when house sales price fall. It's a squeeze that creates a very high social price, with many working households now being priced out of private rental. One in four households in the private rental market, that's around 160,000 households, are now in rental stress, which means they pay more than 30% of their income on rent, which reduces the money available to pay for other essential items and expenses. E. Lee heads the Victorian government's new affordable housing rental scheme, which is a response to the growing gap in housing affordability and supply for households experiencing rental stress or trying to buy their first home. The scheme will provide low to moderate income households with access to an affordable rental property for at least three years. It'll create affordable rental homes in metropolitan Melbourne, regional city centres and regional Victoria. So in the continuum of housing services, this new scheme sits between the world of social housing and the private housing market. And I began by asking E about how many homes the scheme will create and the difference that comes from having a rental that's backed by the government owning the house you rent. The affordable housing rental scheme is part of the big housing build. It's a package of housing initiatives that were um, that was released in 2020. So the, the scheme itself starts out with 2,400 homes across Victoria, with at least 500 of these to be in regional Victoria. Um, so that's a number. And in terms of like the difference between, you know, what we're trying to do here versus like the private rental market, uh, uh, three things. One, the first one is, is something you've already touched on, which is the, the, the tenure. So security of tenure is something that we're really focusing on. We know from research and countless of stories that renters um, experience a, a lot of, you know, negative impact on their health and well-being from short, insecure tenures. Um, is a you know systemic failure out there for people who are experiencing experiencing rental stress. So so that's something we really want to focus on. And the security of tenure that we're providing is um, a three year um, uh, you know initial tenure contract. The second difference that we're trying to drive with this scheme is equity and fairness. 
So we also know from research that there's like bias and inequity that operates in the you know private rental um, system. Um, so what we're trying to do is look at a renter's journey through you know looking for a property, applying. Um, all the way to like exiting the property and you know like wrapping that up and, and move on to a new place for example like there, there are multiple pain points along the way for a renter particularly one who is on um, lower to moderate income uh, you know who experienced a lot of insecurity around housing already um, so we're looking at how the scheme can address those and removing the inequity and um, biases that are in the system out from the process Related to this, um, you know, point about inequity, fairness, and security for tenure, it's it's you know this broader intention for the scheme that we put the renter squarely at the center, and really looking at how we can work with um, tenancy managers and um, and and the scheme and drive. Uh, it, it sounds really you know ambitious, but what, what we're trying to do is really lift the game in the rental space for people. What makes this sort of scheme different to the way that governments have tried to address rental affordability in the past? So, I mean, there there are um, multiple affordable rental um, initiatives out there, um, but in Victoria in particular, the the main difference that um, this this scheme and you know the big housing build um, as a as a package has with previous initiatives is the scale. Uh, this is is actually you know 5.3 billion in big housing build is is a big package and if you think about the way that we have um, you know underinvest in social and affordable housing for a long time in Victoria, um, this big housing build is a generational investment really like it's it's massive and it's going to be um, it has the ambition of transforming the housing system in Victoria and um, th- that that's sort of what the first difference is the scale at which we're um, delivering this uh, initiative. The, the second and related difference is that the scale also allows us to look at co-investment models. So attracting um, institutional investors and you know, private capital and, and think about a way that we can grow the portfolio over time. So it's not a point in time um, only program. It is actually thinking about, well, how do we get critical mass and, and do more innovative thing, things in the future? So that kind of grows, uh, growth and catalyzing growth is, is the other thing that it, we hope will set this program apart. That must be quite a big change because most of us probably conceive of the private rental market as being created by individuals who own multiple homes, renting them out, sort of an individual investor, renter, landlord. How easy is it to create a new model that attracts long-term investors and who do we think those long-term investors would be who could help grow the affordable rental housing segment of the market? A short answer to how easy it is is we actually don't know until we try, right? <laughs> so so that's that's um, a, a short answer. But we do have um, examples from overseas of how um, their models overseas which have uh, effectively attracted private investment and private capital in a, in a way that's not just individuals owning individual houses that they're renting out as an investment, but more um, on an institutional investment kind of level. Um, so there, there are models overseas that have uh, worked. So we're keen to um, basically change the dialogue around, you know, investment and um, renting in in 
you know, Victoria to start with and Australia around, you know, like the renting, the rental market is not just uh, individuals with, who have been able to purchase rental properties and because they have, you know, one or two or, or however many, like they're, the way that they think about their renters is going to be very different from like an institutional investors who have a big portfolio across, you know, many locations and thinking about renters in a very, very different way. So um, it, short answer is we, we hope that it is um, something that's going to be transformational. We've seen it work elsewhere overseas and we're, um, we're you know, wanting to be the taking leadership in this space and, and you know, catalyzing with gov- starting with government investment and then attracting um, private investment. Let's talk about the affordable housing rental scheme more broadly as an example of a new style of working in the public sector. What makes it different to the sort of traditional approach that the public services usually used in meeting public policy goals? So um, I, I can only sort of draw on my own experience, you know, comparing how this is different to other projects I've worked on in the past. Um, one is that we have a, a diversity of experience and background in Homes Victoria, um, not just on the affordable housing and rental scheme, but across the big housing bill that we're delivering, the diversity of experiences is like nowhere else I've seen before in any other department I've worked with. So we've got, you know, people who are planners, people who used to work in construction, people who work on um, procurement and, you know, facilities management. And then we've got finance people, policy, um, you know, life lifetime kind of um, public service policy people. It's a, it's a very, very... Um, you know, the people I talk to, it's really energising, you know, because everyone comes from such different backgrounds and brings such different perspectives. So that's that's one thing that is um, new and very exciting about, you know, the affordable housing rental scheme and, and Homes Victoria in general, that um, it's, it's bringing a wider range of people than a normal um, public sector project. Um, the other is this really strong focus on co-investment and growth, and sustainability and growth. So, not just the not just thinking about you know we've got this bucket of funding, what can we do with it? But it's more about how do we um, use this funding to attract other non-government funding and and actually um, take the what we can deliver a lot further than um, you know the the horizon and the funding that we have. Do you think it needs a new, a different approach to leadership? Has it changed the way you work as a as a leader in that sort of very diverse team? It definitely. I I think one thing that I um, you know, have to be very very cognizant of in in this space, um, particularly as a leader, is that we're doing something really really new. Uh, the affordable housing rental scheme is novel. I mean, there are affordable products, affordable housing products out there, you know, delivered by community housing associations and other, uh, you know, housing associations that just do the, you know, smaller kind of projects that they um, they do. And that's that's all really, really good. Um, what we're trying to do here is this kind of scale, which is new and as a, you know, as a public servant and as a leader in, in this kind of project, um, it does, it feels really uncomfortable to be like, this is uncharted territory, you know, like we haven't done this before, we don't know what we don't know, um, and having to be uh, very, you know, being a very aware of that, making other people aware of that and um, working with that, you know, having a level of comfort with that is something that 
for me personally is new and um, uh, and really important to to communicate to people that we're working with and be very uh, upfront and honest about it. At an individual level, you've worked in the Victorian Department of Treasury and Finance as an economist. You've also worked in the Commonwealth Treasury. What's the difference between working in those sort of policy regulatory setting areas versus working in this sort of project, which will have a very, very tangible outcome? I mean that the the tangible outcome uh, you've hit on the nail on the head. It's that kind of um, uh, work that you can actually you can drive past a building, and so that's you know we're building that. <laughs> it's, it's not you can't drive past a policy <laughs> like it's it's you know it's much more abstract, um, and so it does. Um, it, it it does give you a more sort of you know something to pin your uh, your achievement your hard work to and point to um, and also I mean uh, one of the other um, teams that that I lead is uh, social procurement so we look at ways that we can increase employment opportunities for our um, social housing renters through social procurement that Homes Victoria does and also you know on a wider scale. Uh, whole of Victorian government procure a lot of things. So how do we get more social outcomes from that and, and generate um, employment opportunities for people? And, you know, like to, to actually go, okay, we wrote out this program, you know, two, three weeks later, there are people actually being employed through the program. You know, we can actually meet them and interview them. We can hear their stories and how it's impacting them and their family. Like it's really, um, it gets down to like the individual's that you can connect with and, and see how um, your work is actually, you know, impacting their lives. So, like, all of those um, tangible outcomes are both at, like, a building level and a personal, you know, meeting people kind of level um, has been really, really rewarding. So, um, those are the differences. We're recording this interview to be released on the United Nations Public Service Day. What makes a career in the public sector rewarding for you? Well, I, I actually started my career in the private sector, um, straight out of uni, I, I went to a consulting firm actually, and then um, and then took a step back and actually took a, a grad position in Canberra and moved to to Canberra for um, Commonwealth Treasury, and it was a very deliberate choice because from my perspective, it's like um, you know you you wake up in the morning, you go to work, and you go to work five days a week, and it's a lot of time. It's a lot of time to be doing something. And so for me, it's about following what um, what gets me out of bed in the morning and what, you know, motivates me and energizes me. And um, it's not, I, I, you know, the public sector as an umbrella, you know, that the many things are rewarding. Um, me on a personal level, I've, I've always chased the project that is rewarding. So I spent a long time, you know, four or five years working on NDIS policy. And that's because personally, I'm really invested in the scheme. Um, and then it got to, you know, a point where I'm like, okay, you know, I've, I feel like I've done what I can here. Um, and then moving to housing is something else that's like very, you know, basic needs for people. So it, for me, it's, you know, public sector as an umbrella, but um, there are multiple projects in the public sector that you can, no matter where you're sort of 
passion or your interest or your you know personal uh, connection to a particular policy or program is you can find something that you can really hold on to and and, and be motivated by and it doesn't feel like um, work in the sense that you have to wake up and you have to you know drag yourself there it's like well I, I know what I'm here to do and and you know why I'm doing this so it makes it much easier to do it five days a week. Ely thanks so much for being part of Public Sector Perspectives. Thanks Nick. That brings us to the end of this episode of Public Sector Perspectives. This is the first in a series of interviews showcasing the work of the public purpose sector in Victoria and the motivation of the people who work in that sector. If you'd like to know more about IPA Victoria's work in this space, then visit our website, vic.ipaa.org.au. And if you'd like to know more about the work that E was discussing today, then Google the phrase Victorian Affordable Housing Rental Scheme or go to homes.vic.gov.au. I'm Nick Bastow and thanks for listening.